Well, good day and welcome to Commerce Today. This is Darren Newbold and I'm here with Josh as always. And wow, Josh, uh, as we did a little bit of uh, pregame warm-up on this one, this is a, well, let's just say it's an interesting topic. I cannot wait. So our topic entitled today is Live Streaming Unbox, Navigating Stickiness and sales in digital commerce. And there's a whole, we'll have a link to this, uh, the whole article in the, well, it's not really an article, it's more of a scientific journal uh, posting. But with that, I'm going to, Josh, run with this one. Oh, I'm having this so is, much fun with yeah, this one. Not, this is a tongue for, twister, for, I think. Well, not to mention for those those watching at home, um, we discovered in some of this that there's a, you know, the, I joke about our age gap. There's not that big of an age gap between us. But in some of this, it basically put out an age that I'm on one side of Darren's on the other side of, and we have realized we are on we are the, we are different the, sides of this. Yes, exactly. But, um, so yeah, in the Frontiers in Communication Journal, there was a scientific article published. It's about 20, 21 pages long, very dense, but very interesting because it's all about e-commerce. And it's not often that there are scientific publications about e-commerce. I mentioned before the show that... Um, Typically, people that are doing a lot of work in e-commerce are agency owners, consultants, people that are directly involved in the commercial trade of it, mm-hmm. not professors that are teaching it and taking time to write papers. So I was excited when I saw this, but yes, it's a mouthful. It is the Socio-Technical Systems and Trust Transfer in Live Streaming E-Commerce, subtitle, Analyzing Stickiness and Purchase Intentions with SEMFSQCA. Um, and if you're not... A social scientist. I guess if you are a social scientist, why are you watching this? But if you're not a social scientist, um, SEM is Structural Equation Modeling. It's basically a scientific way of modeling different variables in research. And then FSQCA is Fuzzy Set Qualitative Comparative Analysis. It's basically a way in the social sciences to take what is basically qualitative data and try to make it a little bit more quantitative. Um, so these professors did a uh, deep dive, um, did some research with over 700 consumers, and basically tracked how did live streaming impact the purchases they were making through e-commerce. Well, and and for those of you that might be at least closer to uh, my age range, this is basically the scientific way of saying it was a swag, and they uh, they put it together. It's just a little bit more uh, exacting swag, but with this, in all reality. This is some really, really cool stuff because at the end of the day, it's how can or how are people and brands affected by the live streaming of that brand, product, whatever, and how does that really come together? And so, you know, I know you talk about both real-time video as well as online shopping and how that all works. I guess, what does that kind of as the broader view as I kind of laid out here, how does that look, Josh? Yeah. So typically um, we're talking specifically about live streaming e-commerce, which is separate from live streaming advertising that impacts e-commerce. So this is an actual live stream. Think home shopping network, but on your computer. Think as you complained about earlier, all those things cluttering up Amazon now. Um, this is basically, they they seamlessly blend. You have someone, usually an influencer, talking to you about a product on the product page as you can buy it or even as different products come by on the web page. This is um, expected to reach over $500 billion by 2030. Um, so this is a big shift. Um, I know that for years, um, I've heard people kind of 
parents complaining on podcasts about, you know, my kids aren't playing games. They're watching live streams of other people play games. Well, those kids are now consumers and they're buying things and live streaming is really affecting that. Well, and, and let me ask you just for, again, kind of the old folks here in the, in the audience and myself, is this only live stream that is really the, the most impactful or is it just having even influencers that have done a video that it, it's recorded? It may not be live, but I can go to that product and suddenly it pops up and I can see it. So what they found in the research is that live live streaming has the highest impact. Okay. Um, and we'll unpack a little bit as to why. Well, all right. So the, so the next piece that we kind of get into is what's the science behind the stickiness? Why, why is it so effective and why does it really drive uh, consumer engagement? So live streaming has become such a big medium. Um, it started really outside of the U.S. first. It's growing a lot in the U.S. as well, but um, especially in different countries in Asia where it's been very common and popular. They've defined a lot of metrics and a lot of research. One of the things very early on is kind of defining how sticky either a streamer or the stream is. And that means how likely are you to stay there? Because when you think about it, like, and again, our age gap isn't that big. Even back in my day, um, you might have 20, 30 channels you could flip between any given time. So you don't like what's on this channel, you'll flip to that channel. If you're on Twitch watching a live stream, you have, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that you can flip to at any given second. So you really want to find um, live streamers that are very sticky, that basically they know how to get you engaged and keep you on that live stream. And a big part of that's the interactivity. It's some of the things that we even joke about, I feel like, on the podcast sometimes as far as, um, you know, actually addressing the audience and actually saying, hey, you know, Bob123 that just joined, so glad to see you're there. How's your day going? Like actually watching that, interacting with that. Um, those live streamers that know how to do that really well, their streams are stickier. And that actually helps with when you're doing e-commerce live streams because the other thing, um, and we're going to talk about some of the takeaways here in a second, but the biggest thing from this paper is they discovered that if someone is has kind of that stickiness to a live streamer and they're watching a live stream and that live stream starts talking about a product or maybe it's a, an e-commerce live stream, they're going into these products that maybe the streamer has no business selling, knows nothing about, but because of that pre-existing relationship, there is a trust transfer that takes place where all of a sudden, I trust you, Mr. Live Streamer. So when you say that this is the best coaster of all the coasters out there, well, man, I am going and I'm buying it right now. Oh my, danger Will Robinson. All right, so that trust transfer, that is so key. And here we go. Let's, let's, let's roll through. And I know, I know we have like 10 different takeaways. I'm not sure we would get to all of them. And if we do, that's fantastic. But definitely let's hit on, hit on some of those big ones, that integration of socio-technical systems. So we'll start there, John. Yeah. So I didn't want you all to have to read all 21 pages of very dense scientific language. So I went through it and basically said, what are the top 10 things e-commerce executives need to know? First one is what they call the integration of socio-technical systems. All this really means is balance having technical quality, make sure you have a stable, good platform that you're live streaming on with social interaction. So some, some of the platforms out there and some of the people I've seen try to do this, they focus so much on the technical quality that they don't do as much around making it very easy for the live streamer and the audience to interact. And that is key. Like that is a, a something that drives that stickiness factor. Do they have to interact with the exact live streamer or could it be a, a team where someone's helping? 
Well, and I mean, usually it's layers. So most really good live streamers, they are going to have some people in the chat kind of helping. But if they don't see, if the audience doesn't see live streamer on camera mentioning and interacting with someone from the chat every once in a while, that stickiness starts to drop. Interesting. So as I can see as the next one on our list, that live streamer has to build some level of trust. Yeah, and it's interesting because the research, they broke down cognitive trust, so kind of that trust in your brain from effective trust in your heart. And the cognitive trust is really just about um, having good information, knowing that, you know, I joked earlier that the live streamer may not know anything about the product, but if I'm holding up a coaster as a live streamer and I say this amazing red coaster is the only red coaster you should buy and it's blue, well, there goes the trust. Um, So you have to have basic level of product knowledge to get that cognitive trust, but then that um, effective trust that's really going to drive kind of repeat purchases, things like that, is more about that personal connection. So again, it doesn't even have to be that the live streamer called you out by name and talked to you, but that they're interacting with the audience. There's basically a transfer that happens there. And isn't it almost a little bit maybe even storytelling and, and building in that story to develop that trust and develop that connection of making it relatable in that process. And maybe we get to that in one of these. I don't mean to jump ahead here, Josh, but uh, so we talk about that. We've got obviously stickiness equals, equals sales, more engagement, but then, then we go into some of the different strategies for that engagement. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, Oh, and one, one of the 10 we, we jumped past was um, one last thing about trust Oops. is leveraging influencers for trust transfer. And that basically means that the more trust, like if you're out there and you're like, we have this size budget and we want to try this out, the influencer that has the most trust with your target audience is the one that you want to engage with because that trust will very quickly pass on to your brand and your product. And related to that, related to kind of finding the right influencer, um, they did find a direct link between stickiness in the live stream and sales. So the more a live streamer is able to keep that audience around, the more they're going to buy. Something that helps with that, obviously, is that community um, engagement I've been talking about, the, the interactions. So again, something the paper found was instead of saying, all right, we're going to do 50 live streams this week, say we're going to have 200 different people that get a chance to interact with this live streamer. So really focusing on the the number of quality interactions. And they found, you know, kind of um, obviously like anything else you do in e-commerce, get feedback from your customers, use that feedback to customize, iterate, and move forward from there. And then as you follow up, I mean, from that feedback, customize that approach Mm -hmm. and make those adjustments always improving. So, all right, as we, we've learned all the, the different pieces, building trust and being able to have stickiness and, and that drives engagement. So with that, you know, I think you've made a case for it, but why is it important for the merchants that are listening here to really consider this and take it to the next step? Well, I can tell you right now, if you get fired up about this and you go talk to your executives about it and you say, hey, I want to do this, they're going to say, uh, isn't that hard and doesn't it cost money? And what's the ROI going to be on it? Like there's going to be some hesitation there and that's natural. I mean, especially outside of some of the biggest brands in the U.S., this isn't common. Like this is still catching on in kind of the mid-size, the mid-market. But I would say, I mean, the easiest thing to show to an executive is the market reach, market penetration, how this really is 
the streaming market, the live streaming market is only increasing, um, especially, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell something about our ages here. Um, basically, they found that if your target customers are under 45 years old, then you probably have a, a solid number of them that are engaging with live streams and live streamers. So that's another good way to build the case. And maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe you're targeting an older audience, in which case, yeah, maybe don't run to the executives and say you want to try this. Um, but also, I mean, in looking at this research and looking at some of the other um, papers that have been written and, and things published about live streaming e-commerce, the engagement rates and the conversion rates are so much higher, obviously, than a kind of regular website experience. Um, and just, again, thinking at the executive level, um, so many of your competitors, depending on what type of e-commerce company you are, they're making big investments in this and they're continuing to make those big investments. And typically when I'm looking at a company, especially a successful one, and I see they're continuing and increasing an investment in something, figure either they don't know how to measure the ROI or they're getting a really good ROI. And you hope, especially with a successful company, it's that they're exactly. measuring it and it's a good ROI. Exactly. So a question I have for you as we're, as we're looking at this, you talked about, it's a growth market, high engagement, conversion rates, all of those things. Is this something that a merchant would do directly on their site? Or I guess I'm just trying to think if there's different tools or different ways that they might actually do this directly to their site, you know, because you're trying to grab a influencer to do this live. So there's a lot of coordination that needs to go on. It seems like it could be a challenging, challenging thing to put together. It can be, um, and there are different ways of doing this. This can happen on, live on your site. Usually, there's a lot of really good tools out there for kind of um, cross-streaming or restreaming, as the tool we use, um, that will allow you to actually, the streamer can go live in all their usual places and on your website. So that way, they're, they're reaching their usual audience, but then pushing them back to your website because typically, however you have this embedded in your site, you want something that can push product information out to the user. And things like Twitch, you, there's not a really clean way to have a on Twitch experience with a product like there could be on your e-commerce platform. Interesting. Interesting. So what are some of the other technological integrations that might help make this come together? Yeah, so... Um, just days ago, <laughs> OpenAI showcased um, their new tool that's not available to the public yet that from a text prompt can create a 60-second photorealistic video. I actually heard somebody say the other day that the and he's an expert in AI, and he's like, the one thing I've learned about AI is never make it predictions about AI. So I'm hesitant to say this, but I will say some point in the future, you will be able to have an AI-powered host that is an AI live streamer. And there's already some AI live streamers out there where they're not real people. They are 100% a computer program and AI. They're not doing e-commerce yet, but hmm. it's only a matter of time before there's a service you can buy where your brand has its own unique AI-powered live streamer, live streaming 24-7, interacting with the audience. Um, and if it's like the other things we've seen in AI, the price is going to come down on that quicker than you think. So... Keep an eye out for that. Isn't that um, kind of like the an advanced version of even almost like the support services that pop up that want to help you and walk you through certain things? I mean, that's similar to that in yeah, a way. Yeah. Um, also, 
I can't let a week go without talking about the Vision Pro. Whether you like the Vision Pro or not, mixed reality is here to stay. And I think we're going to see more and more integrations between live streams and mixed reality. And that's going to get, I mean, when you start to think out where that can go as far as, you know, you're using a headset, you're watching a live stream, they're talking about a product. You can actually pull that product into your space with augmented reality. Like if it's furniture, you can see how it fits in the room and just making all of that seamless. So, I mean, the technology is catching up and kind of surpassing. I think a lot of people early on thought live streaming e-commerce, and I even made the example earlier, that's just home shopping network on the computer. The technology is getting way past that to where it's much more interactive. Um, it's much more personalized. You can bring it into your space through things like AR. So. Crazy. And then uh, something else is is varying up the content and, and making it different mm. so that it's not the same thing each and every time. That's got to be really important as well. Yeah. And you can almost, especially if you're working with multiple different influencers, you can almost look at this like affiliate marketing, the way a lot of brands will intentionally not give the exact same promotion to two different affiliate marketers. They will make one specific to each affiliate marketer. So A B testing. Yeah. Well, and even just that way, um, it allows the marketer to stand up and say, just for my audience, just for you, you get this discount on this product. Um, we have a client that uses that quite a bit with radio hosts of your audience only and today only. Um, you can do that with the live streamers, especially if you're working with multiple. Um, and then just, yeah, giving, again, live streaming, there's so many things that you can watch out there and it's so easy to lose that stickiness. So keep it interesting. Give them some interesting products. Maybe um, there's a brand that I follow that one of the things they've started doing is their newest colors that you can't get anywhere else. They will announce first on their live stream. So different things like that to, to vary. The Interesting. Content. Is there any other kind of success stories or, or things that you might want to share that people get examples of? I don't know if I have enough time, but uh. <laughs> there are some solid ones in the paper as well. I know that I told you all, you know, you don't have to read the whole paper, but we'll link to the paper in the show notes so that if somebody wants to dive in further, they definitely can. So. Well, excellent way. Well, hey, as we, uh, as we kind of wrap this up, there is a huge amount of potential in this live streaming and it is it is only going to get bigger and we can see it it's happening maybe not exactly the way this is describing but in a lot of ways and it's growing bigger and bigger so you guys as you're listening to this as you're taking a look at it it needs to be depending on your product and service there's probably a live streaming option for you and one thing i would say building on that is just because you're not a big direct-to-consumer brand, don't think, oh, this isn't something I need. Especially the the distributors out there, you actually have customers that are wanting this type of engagement and they want this type of service. So I think this is going to cut across a lot more types of e-commerce than people are probably thinking right now. And is it possible that someone might have a, maybe this is a different part or a secondary show about, how they would define that influencer or who that live streamer is and, and the influence. Because a lot of times I immediately think of a movie star or somebody that is very well known, but it might be someone that's just very well known in that niche market that really commands uh, the attention of people there. Definitely. And I think especially when you start looking at the B2B side of things, it could even be someone at your company. If you are distributing a product and you're kind of the, the one source for that product and you have someone with deep product knowledge 
they really are an influencer in that industry and they could be a great person to get on a live stream. That's exactly what I was thinking of. So perfect. Well, with that, we have, uh, we've kind of hit up against our uh, end here. We're very happy to have you on board. Please uh, like and subscribe to our, to our show, both on LinkedIn as well as YouTube and all of the other places. So we appreciate you being here. And as always, thanks a bunch for being here at Commerce Today. <laughs>